So here we go. Um, let's pick up from, we're up to this paragraph 79. Okay, paragraph uh, I and Tess. And just to remind ourselves of where we left off last week. Um, so we learned last week that the avoda is not to know that there's a rabbi nishalayim. The avoda really is to have a amun apshuta of the Rabbon An amun apshuta of the Rabbon means that it's something that we know so, it's a knowledge that is so part of us um, that it, it, it's just our essence. It becomes our essence. And in order to get to a simple level of amuna, that takes thought and time. It takes time. Maybe it used to be in previous virus and previous generations, people were just born with this. Huh? But it, to allow things become part of us when we give them time. It doesn't become part of us when we simply have knowledge. Okay, so we need to really start to understand. And this is what's fascinating and kind of comical is that we need to think deeply in how to simplify something. We have to think of how can I simplify my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so it's just Pashat. It's simple and it's not something that takes gas out of our tank or it even, you know, it, it's even uh, drying us out, okay? So let's pick up from uh, and Tess. Here we go. All right. Zokt the Bovavi. Bovavi says like this. Back to the screen. Anoshim lemoshol nechsholim beloshin har. Many people will slip in the area of loshin har. Bria asura, right? Maybe we we look at things that we shouldn't be looking at, and any sort, of, uh, any sort of other weaknesses or things that people involve themselves with. So we have weaknesses. So what do we do? We spend so much time trying to fix this problem. Ooh, Tender can't keep his mouth shut. You know what, I'm gonna just work on this and I'm gonna work on this and I'm gonna work on this. A person's not honest, a person doesn't speak truthfully, a person looks at the wrong things, yeah, things that turn us away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we try all sorts of, of uh, tricks to get, us, to get ourselves to stop. Yesh Leida says the Bovavi, you should know something. Why am I speaking Lashon Hara? Is it because, is it rooted merely in the fact that I'm viewing people negatively? No, it's much, something much bigger than that. You know what the problem is? You know what the problem is? I'm not living with the Rabbi Nishalel. I don't have HaKadosh Baruch Hu in me at the time that I'm speaking that Lashon Hara. If I had the Rabbi Nishalel with me, there's no way I even would have that focus to, for my brain to even go speak Lashon Hara. Vilakach, and therefore, Shairesh Tikon Kolhan Yonim Halalu, the root 
fix for any area of weakness, Eina Merak is not only Bekablos Ma'asiyais, just accepting on ourselves, what am I going to do? What am I going to do in such a situation? Try this trick, try that trick. Yeah, of course, we need to try things that are going to get us to not, for example, this example, to get us to keep our mouths you know, closed. But you know what the main thing that needs to be done? To understand and to be misakin, to fix up and perfect one's emuna. Which, what, how is he understanding emuna? He's understanding emuna to be the kirvaselikinli type, that clinging, that cling, that knowledge that Kadosh Baruch Hu is in me in a very simple way, not deep, not, not deep thoughts, in a very simple way. So that everything, the knowledge of the Rabbani Shalom is so pure. And so clear, you know what? If we know that, everything, everything else starts to fall, starts to click, starts to fall into place. When the Rabbani Shalom's in the room, when the Rabbani Shalom's in the story, the Rabbani Shalom's in my actions, in my thoughts, in my reality, everything else just falls into place. We have so much easier time dealing with the Yetzirah. I can deal with all these sins or these desires that come my way. You know why? As long as we have things clear, you know, when our lives become simple, when our Yiddishkeit is a very basic and simple Yiddishkeit that's alive, a person finds the wherewithal to involve themselves in what the Torah wants properly. And I'm also able to fulfill all the dikduke hadin. Everything everything else is not even hard to do. It falls into place. The opposite could be true as well. The more hidden we are in our amuna, the more lack of clarity and the, 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 the more emuna is lacking from, from a person's neshama, chas v'shalom, everything else becomes harder. Because all of a sudden, this is me fighting. All of a sudden, it's Menachem Tandler having to fight this Yitzhahara. There's no Rabban Shalom in the picture. And the Yitzhahara is older than me. He's smarter than me. He's more experienced than me. He's got it going. He knows exactly what he's doing. And if I need to start what we call reckoning, if I need to start, you know, even reckoning in the, you know, challenging the Itzahara, I'm, I'm very limited. Very limited in, in uh, you know, how successful I'm, I could, you know, I'm going to be. Obviously, you could daven for it and, you know, ask for siyata deshmaya. But picture, going back to the beginning of the Bovavi, picture where I know my, my essence is the Rabbi So now what? It's the Rabbi Nishayim fighting against the Yitzhahara? That's ridiculous. If the, if the Rabbi Nishayim, if I have real emunah pshuta, where every breath that we take, all of our, everything, all, every time we need 
to remind, we're constantly reminding ourselves that what, tell her, what are you doing here? You're doing here because you want to be, come closer to the Rebbe and that's, that's our focus, that's our knowledge, which really allows so, it makes things so clear and so beautiful. Can you imagine you're living with the Rebbe Yeah, that's what it is, you're living with the Rebbe but the bliss in that reality to go ahead and to have to fight against Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara is already 90% dead. Because I'm not thinking like that. Things that otherwise my Yitzhahara would have gotten me to look at or to desire to run after the honor, the kavod, the, the toys, you know, that just get bigger and bigger as we get older. What is it? That's not even my interest. Because my interests are my, my interest is with the Rabbanish. Okay, the Itzahara is gonna to try to get me interested, but he's starting with a major disadvantage. Because he's starting, he has to pull me. It's not like you're not connected to the Rabbanish anyway. Okay, tell him I got you in my back pocket. He now has to pull me away from something that I'm already living with. Slim chance. He has to take me from one end zone all the way to the other end zone. He's got to watch 100 yards. If I don't have the Rabbani Shalom clinging to me, if I'm not clinging, if I'm not a chalak of the Rabbani Shalom, he's got to take me 30 yards, 20 yards. He's already in the red zone, as they say. Yeah, he's already downfield. And therefore, says the Bovavi, and when we find weaknesses in ourselves, we can't, it would be, it's a mistake to really just be sitting there and trying to contemplate, you know, how am I going to beat the Yitzhahara to not speak Lashon Hara? Maybe I should accept upon myself to not speak Lashon Hara for a half hour a day. And then I'm going to go up to an hour a day. And then I'm going to go up two hours a day. Those are very nice ideas, and they might work. But I can help you in a much easier way, says the Bhagavad in a much more beautiful way where it doesn't even take so much effort. You know what you got to do? Emunah, pshuta, is live with the Rabbani Shalom. You live with the Rabbani Shalom. Certainly, if you accept upon yourself a half hour a day, it's going to be successful, right? Because you had, again, you already have it. We're already, we're already uh, much, much closer to our destination of being successful in our Avaidah Sashem. Let's keep going to the 80th paragraph. Here we go. Says the Bovavi. This is so, you know, the, the, these next paragraphs are going to be very, very technical. Okay? But we're going to be introduced to things that perhaps we didn't realize are so simple. Okay? in uh, things that we, we may be familiar with from the Torah. Okay? Says Bovavi like this. Paragraph pay. Ninasa, let us try. Lasei Sura Maisis to give a practical example. What's the proper way to learn about Maisa Bereshus? Okay? Some people want to learn about creation. It's like, wow, I want to learn about, you know, uh, I want to learn about all the cool things that Hashem made and we get very deep and philosophical. Philosophical and technical. He says, let me teach you how to learn about Maisa Bereshus in a way that is emesdic. That is pure and simple. Naktim lakach. Okay, let's begin. Hakdama Kitsar with a short introduction. 
the Asaitis Adlam Aid, which is such an important foundation. Rashis Nachsar Vinagdish Vinadgish Ainenu Machaps and Khidushim. First I want to tell you, says the Bulvavi, when you learn Chumash, stop looking for new ideas. Okay? Over here, when we're trying when a person is trying to understand the moon, this is so fascinating. So often when we approach Tyra, we're like, oh, what else new am I going to find here? Because it's always exciting to find something new, right? It says, Bhavavi, uh, uh, let, let's pause for a minute or a few minutes. Let's just learn some chumash without trying to find anything new. Let's just try to understand the Tyra. Very simple. Very simple. Let's go. Ksiv. It says in the Pasuk, we say this by the Pesach Seder. Yeah. Okay. It says by the story of Mitzrayim, when your children ask you, uh, what's this whole day about? Do from here in the Torah, you see, you're supposed to teach your children the story of Pesach. Yeah? Mitzvah Pesach. And the night of the Pesach Seder, a parent is obligated to teach their child about the story of, of the uh, Exodus of Yetzias Mitzrayim. Now, Mikol Adam, Bikol Adam Yishav Uben Pnimi. Listen to this. This is so beautiful. Listen to this. Each of us are a father and son. Hear this. We are a mother and a daughter. We are a father and a son. So Pasha, the so he is great. Hasechel Huhaav. Our knowledge, our seichel, our brain, our thought process, our intellect, what we know to be true is the Father. And the lave, the heart, is the Son. Okay? The heart is the Son. So what's going on here? Okay? The heart understands. Now, so... If the father is the brain and the heart is the son, so then we're commanded that the brain has to teach the heart, right? The each of us, each of us, men and women, our brain, which is the father, needs to teach the son. He brings various proofs that the brain is the father, the heart is the son. He doesn't want to get into depths over that right now. Now, how does this work? Harid Lana, you have here, that Tzuras Halimur, the, the way to establish this teaching, either you can learn this through thinking, Sha'adam is by name, the person thinks about things, until it becomes established in the heart. Meaning, what does it mean that the, that the father teaches the son? One way to view it is that you should think about something enough until the heart is established with this knowledge. Okay. Oh, it can also be established in the heart through speech. You speak out words of amuna and truth with what uh, with one's mouth. Right? You you basically uh, speak it till you speak it till you make it. You speak about something enough, it ends up becoming part of you, as we're about to explain. Kifishavu Baruch Mashem as we're going to explain um, at length, Bezashem. 
Avayda zu mutelas ala adam lab davka bleil pesach kamuva. And obviously, this doesn't only apply on the seder night. Elakol hashanakul the entire year. Lahashish bebnai al atzmai. We need to teach our heart. We need to teach our heart. As yisaida samun apshutim. The same way a parent needs to keep things simple for their child. Our heart has to. Our brain, our minds has to keep things simple. For the heart to grasp it and be established in it. Even if we knew everything. Right? There's a mitzvah to speak about Yitzhia Why? 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 If I know everything, why do I got to talk about this? Says Bavavi. The reason for all this is. Because Chachma, wisdom, intellect, and knowledge, who inyan lechud is one thing. Upshita semuna belev who inyan lechud, and living with something and being part of something and something being established in one's heart is something completely different. It's completely different. You know how it's different. This is so fascinating. It's possible. A person, we can know so many things. We can spend our whole lives talking about their bainishlam. But our heart doesn't have it in a simple way. If our heart doesn't have it simply, then we don't have it. Because that's who we are. That's who we are. What we know is not who we are. Not even the way we act is necessarily who we are. Who we are is anything that we live with as a matter of fact. Things that exist in us with simplicity. That's just what it is. Uh, I'm with the Rabbi Nishla. I'm with the Rabbi Nishla. It has nothing to do with intellect per se. It might have to start with intellect. We don't want to be robots. But the goal is not to make our relationship, the, the, the more simple one's relationship is, the deeper it is. We need to think about this. V'lakach and therefore, V'leil Pesach, on Pesach night, I'll call Adam on every single person, man and woman, Afilu the smartest of the smart, we are obligated to talk. And this is going to be where his next paragraph goes. We need to talk. We need to talk to the Rabbanishla. And to just speak out the most simple and fundamental things. That there is to learn from being in Golos from being in, in uh, exile, and for Geula Mitzrayim. Now how? How do you see the most fundamental thing? So he continues. He says like this. Let's just read this quickly, and then we'll, we'll pause and dwell on it. Look at the Pesach Seder night, okay? What happens? At the Pesach Seder, the Gemara Mitzrayim tells us, Everything's done in question and answer. Everything's question and answer by the Seder. Why? The Chazal are teaching us something very important by everything being in question and answer. They're letting us know 
something incredible about the kayach nefesh ha'adam, about the way that a human being works. How does a human being work? Vahu, what is this? When a person wants to instill in their heart something so, with such clarity, and something that's so fundamental, you know how you're supposed to do it? We need to first clarify it through ourselves. The way you have clarity is by answering questions. And therefore, even if you already know the answer, you need to a- ask the question. Says the Gemara, why? And it says the Bavavi. Why? If you already know the answer, if you already know the answer, If you know the answer, why are you asking questions? Right? You ever have somebody ask you a question? And like, you know the answer. Like, <laughs> why are you asking me? Yeah, you know the answer. Right? Listen to the Bavavi. This is fascinating. Ulami says, Chazal are teaching us. That when a, in order for a person to deeply understand something, it must be done in a spoken out question answer form. and therefore, when a person wants to speak to his heart, and to create roots. In a very methodical way. In a structured way. We have to think about it in a question-answer form. Hmm. Okay, there's Hashem. Why is there Hashem? Yeah? Kids are always asking why. And adults are getting nervous. Why do you have to ask why? Kevin, well, well, why? Why this? Why, why that? Right? is going to get into this in the next couple paragraphs. But he says something that's going to be mind-blowing to us. He said, I'm telling you something that is foundational. So important. Ready for this? It is so important. If you want to know how to handle your neshama, start talking to yourself and question and answer. Because if you ask yourself why, you're going to have to answer yourself. And if we ask Hashem why, we have to think of a good answer why. So when we... You know what else it does for us? It forces us to articulate something. And when we articulate something, it means that it's simple to us. And the simplest things are the truest thing, and that is ultimately why we're here. And if you think about it, what is coming closer to the Rabbana Shalalim called for us? Teshuva. Teshuva means answers. A teshuva is an answer. You come closer to the Rabbana Shalalim by giving answers to questions that we ask. Tshuva also means to return. What are we returning to? I was never there. We are there. Because a child comes into the world very simple. And just knowing what's emes. A child comes into the world knowing what's emes. We go back to that simplicity. Yeah, people in Mamish, they think and they think. And it's, it's important to think. But again, they, but everything remains convoluted. It's just so much the 
the absolutely the things that you're able to simplify the things that we're able to simplify in our lives very often are the truth very often is the truth you know this is uh, you know I, I was like to have parents like that right I'm sure many of us were like to have to have uh, parents like that some more than others some not or grandparents where they, they just saw things that cut to the chase you know where the rest of us were like oh you know getting confused about things and it's like what's the problem what's the problem what, what you know and and once you hear it you're like oh that was so simple because the simplest things are the truest things but Bulvavi is starting to lead us onto a very interesting into a very interesting way of life that's going to initially seem a little technical and he's going to give us advice and the advice the Bulvavi is about to give us is start talking Start talking. Once you know there's a Rabbeinu Shalom, and you're clinging to the Rabbeinu Shalom, you're aware there's a Rabbeinu Shalom, start talking. Hashem, I know you're there. Hashem, I know you're there. And when you start talking, that's everything. That's everything. We know Hashem's there. We're going to start asking questions. He'll help us get our answers. And our lives are going to become a lot simpler. A lot simpler. I want to end off with one with uh, one more paragraph before we open this up. Okay, I want to. Sh- I just want to share one more paragraph. Just how he, just how the Bavavi looks at sukkim that we always see, and just and, and tells us how to view it with simple eyes of uh, of understanding. Okay. So um, here we go. Eighty-two. Very first verse in the Torah. We all know this pasuk. Okay? How do we use this? How do we use this idea in learning Torah? In the beginning, Hashem created heaven and earth. All right. Bereshis, what does it mean in the beginning? Betchilas habriya. means the beginning of all creation. Bara, Hashem created. Okay, Bereshis in the beginning. Bara, ma kosav lanukan. What is that? Kosav lanukan. Sheyesh misha borei v'yesh misha never. There's a creator and a creation. Okay. That's what I learned from the word bara. Now, without this verse, maybe a person going to think, things come about on their own. Maybe, maybe there's just mother nature. Ulam, but decides to make clear for us. No. Bara, there's a creator and a creation. Nothing comes about by itself. Okay, so so far we have the first two words. Beratius. There's a beginning of creation. Bara. By the way, this creation that we see has a creator and a creation. Things that are created. Now, who created this? If there's a creator, who is that creator? So the third word in the Torah says, the Torah reveals to us, who created the world? I like him. Okay? So a person thinks about this. And you know what we should do? We should talk to Hashem. And we should say, oh, 
this, this is how the Bavavi learns Bereshis. He sits down with a Chumash, and he thinks like this. He says, oh, Bereshis, okay, beginning of creation, Bara, okay, there's a creator, yeah. I like him, Hashem is the creator. Oh, one second, one second. Oh, Hashem, oh, you, you created the world. Oh, HaTorah HaKadosh in your Torah it says, Sha'ata Yisbarach Shemai Barasa Asa'ilu. Okay. So in your Torah it says that you created the world and you you alone. Ata Yisbarach Barasa Askola Baruim Kula. You're the only thing that creates. Nothing else can create a single thing without something that Hashem created. If you think about this, this is so fascinating, this is so true, just to give a, a, a quick, a quick uh, reality check. Everything that any human being has ever invented or will invent is just manipulating and figuring out previous things that Hashem already put into, into the Bria. Yeah? Into creation. What's an iPhone? What's a microwave? What are all these things? People took Hashem's creation and figured out as a human being what else I can use it for. But you can't make, you can't, you can't start from nothing. You're taking previously existing things. Hashem made everything already. He just, you know, didn't tell us the extent that everything could be used for. But nobody can ever make anything that's new. You can't make anything with anything that wasn't created during six days of creation. Everything that's ever invented is from the Rebbeinu it's not like anything's ever... <laughs> we've never done anything new with this, okay? So no, nothing's ever new. So we're talking to the Kaddish Baruch. We're like, oh, there's a creator. Okay, we got this. We got it. You're, you're the creator. Okay. Oh, I missed that paragraph. I'm sorry. Let me go back. So we're in 82. Okay. So you're the, you're the one who created every, uh, every little thing. Now, every single one of us, before we jumped onto this screen or phone call, we knew this. We knew this. But did we talk to this Pasuk like we just did? Like the way, the way that when, when you articulate things and ask in a question answer for the information, it becomes much more firmly, it becomes infused in us. Ulam, we know this, but Ulam aleinu lahashrish as You know what we need to do? We need to infuse it further inside of us. What do we need to infuse in ourselves? Sherak hu yisbarach shemayi bara esa'ilam v'loi acher klal. There is not a creation that exists that's from a different creator. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. Nobody has ever created anything besides the Rebbe Nobody could do anything. Nobody can do anything to me. My boss can't do anything. Nobody can tell me to stop working on Shabbos. No. There's no creator. Nobody makes anything happen other than the Rebbe That's what says the very first Pesach of the Torah. Bara. Who's the creator? The Rebbe Nothing else creates. A person who has not spent time greatly 
to infuse simple, simple, unadulterated knowledge of the Rabbi Nishalem, of Amuna, knowledge of Rabbi in his heart, if we haven't spent time on it, Bez Hashem in coming paragraphs will tell us how to. But Kimat Behechrik, he says, I'm guaranteeing you, Amunasay like Yubachasa. We don't have complete Amunah. If we haven't spent time on this, asked in a question-answer forum, question-answer setting, looked at a Pasuk in the Torah, and read it as if I'm talking to the Rabbani Shalom, and the, and the Rabbani Shalom is talking to me. Very simply. I don't think the Bavavi taught us anything new that I already didn't know in Barashas Bara Lekim. But he, for some reason, the way that he just read that Pasuk is fresh. It's a fresh take. You look at those words, Barashas. Hmm. Okay. All right, got it. Bara, okay. Bara means that there's one creator. One creator. Barashas Bara Lekim. Who created all this? I like him. When we talk like this, as we're learning Torah, our Amuna gets in on a much, uh, on a much deeper level. Bez Hashem, uh, you know, next time we get together, we're gonna have to change the time, so we'll send out an email because Mincha Marav is getting later. Um, so we'll, we'll uh, have to figure out how and when to continue on. But Bez Hashem, next time in, in the eighty-third paragraph. Um, the Bavavi is going to guide us on really how to develop this skill. How to develop this skill of living our lives, our day-to-day and minute-to-minute in a question-answer um, in a question-answer and uh, reality with the Rabbani Shalai, um so that the, the Amuna can, can uh, keep uh, seeping in on a much simpler level and, and uh, uh, allow ourselves to be uh, to see the world and to live in a way that is a, a continues to be more and more MS and we will hold it here for this evening if anybody would like to has any thoughts ask any questions share any ideas uh, please feel free to do so you're welcome to unmute yourselves we'll give a few seconds for that if anybody wants to share anything otherwise we'll log off and say I get in Shabbos any takes Shabbos all right, good Shabbos, Dave. Shabbos, everybody. Good Shabbos, uh, Rav David. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos, everybody. Good stuff. Good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. Thank you.